I'm your host, David Nage. This is Baselayer, where institutional investors come to learn about crypto. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Baselayer podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of ARCA, where David Nage is a principal. ARCA is not responsible and does not verify for accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. The podcast series does not constitute financial advice or other professional advice or services. Please do your own research. This is David. This is your new episode of Baselayer. Super excited. I have Joao and Matt, co-founders of Bayes with me today. How are you guys? Doing well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks so much, David. Really excited to have this chat with you. Awesome. Uh, full and fair disclosure, Bayes is in the ARCA Endeavor portfolio. We were happy to be able to support Joao and Matt and their team uh, to build out into this new world of Web3 and play to gaming. I will talk more about what Bayes is and why we obviously elected to support them. Uh, but before we get too far into that, what we like to do on the show is talk a little bit about the founders that we have on here and what they did prior to their current positions. So, Joao, if you could maybe kick us off, what did you do before Bayes and how did you get into this world of esports and Web3 gaming? <laughs> yes, yes. I always like to say that I really started already working with gaming, the gaming industry here in the last years. But my background, especially, is coming from some technology, some startups here in Brazil. I helped to build some different <laughs> ventures here in Brazil. And shortly after that, I really had a first international experience to be a country manager in Brazil and also partner from one startup from the United States. And it was a great, great, great experience to really build a community from the zero but also a business from the zero focusing on Brazil, but since they one that needed to really think as a global uh, company. So but, uh, I always play here in Germany that I'm really true hardcore gamer, man. I learned how to speak English, to play video games. I know a lot of people only online here. And then I had the, a great chance to really be working inside of one of the greatest esports organizations here in Brazil as the head of uh, innovation and also mobile gaming. It was a great point uh, at my background here because I helped to build one of the biggest business in Brazil in terms of the gaming, in terms of management, really help it to grow uh, fundraising, a lot of stuff. But also I was building the mobile gaming landscape here in Brazil. Uh, we were, for example, the first ever esports organization in Brazil to invest in some mobile uh, titles like Free Fire, PUBG Mobile, uh, Brawl Stars, Clash of Clans, a lot of them. So again, working with innovation and working with some kind of titles that had such a great penetration in the gaming audience in Brazil was a great point of my, my background and professionally. And then specifically because of that, I had the chance to be connected with my co-founder here, Matt, uh, and some of panels, some events that I was talking about how big is the, the gaming audience in Brazil, of course, in some the national projects together. But again, both of us, both of us are really enthusiasts of blockchain already uh, and also gamers. So here we are building base and I'll let Matt introduce himself too. 
Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. So a uh, very similar story to, to my co-founder here. We actually uh, both go back to basically the beginning of the mobile esports industries in our regions. I, I got started here in the United States around uh, 2015 or 2016 when Clash Royale was a game launched. Uh, I was the first person to go out and contract a professional team to compete in esports events, then also ran some of the first events myself, both online and in-person events with a, a live event series out of the Chinese theater in Hollywood, California, um, and really just been building at the forefront since then. I uh, partnered up with one of the longest esports orgs in North America, Complexity Gaming, uh, and joined them as director of mobile gaming uh, to spearhead their entry into the platform um, and uh, run esports teams and, and content initiatives within those titles. Um, and then also joined up at the largest mobile gaming talent management agency where uh, I was director of business development. So facilitating brand deals for 70 of the largest influencers in the mobile games category, stars on YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, et cetera. Um, and I also drove uh, B2B initiatives working with mobile games publishers like Tencent, who we uh, coordinated uh, the majority of uh, influencer marketing campaigns in the West for PUBG Mobile, um, and then also worked with great publishers like Supercell, um, Activision with Call of Duty Mobile, where we ran the one-year anniversary event for COD Mobile, uh, and, and many more. So that's really the lens that, that I'm coming from. And uh, I think that's also part of the reason why Joao and myself saw the potential of play-to-earn gaming perhaps uh, earlier than our other colleagues in the PC or console esports scenes is because uh, mobile is really uh, you know taking over in these regions where play-to-earn can impact a lot of people from an earning uh, perspective, right? The emerging markets, the developing nations, even uh, all around the world. And so um, we really connected early in our interest in, in expanding into Web3 and blockchain gaming and uh, really saw the guild model uh, and what Y2G has been doing is really the heart of uh, you know the industry. Um, and so that was really kind of the, the origin story, if you will, about how Joao and I came together to, uh, to enter this new, new industry. That is awesome. I always love hearing that story. So as I said, let's talk about Bayes and what Bayes is and how it fits into this new world that is arising in Web3 play-to-earn gaming. So for those that are listening, um, obviously they have spent the last few years learning about the world of Bitcoin, the world of Ethereum. They've started to things hear about things about Solana even now. Um, a lot of that driven by the press and a lot of the things that happen out there in mainstream media. And so when it comes to gaming, they have also now started to hear about Axie Infinity over the last year or so, uh, as that has become a major trend. And so if you could talk to us about what base is at the core, um, and then obviously, as I know a lot about the company, Let's talk about how it fits specifically into Brazil and why Brazil is such an amazing, dare I call it, hotbed of activity for gaming in the world today. Yeah, absolutely. So um, at its heart, you know, Bayes as a company is the blockchain gaming guild. Um, and so we actually uh, had the honor of being the official Brazilian expansion of Yield Guild Games. And so uh, we were able to partner up with Gabby and the great team at YGG uh, early on. Um, and uh, that's essentially what we do at our heart, right? So we enter into blockchain-based games uh, through partnerships where we acquire the NFTs or the tokens within their game economies and put them to use to essentially expand and generate yield within uh, those economies. Uh, but that's really, for us as a company, at least just the table stakes for what we do in this industry. We also have a lot of layers 
layers on top of that that uh, are really new and unique uh, when it comes to other guilds around the world. Um, a lot of us here at the company come from the esports industry, so we have a huge focus on um, competition. We have some of the top competitive teams in Axie Infinity and Thetan Arena. Uh, we have great content creators here in Brazil um, that are representing us as an organization, just like esports orgs and traditional gaming have. Um, and so that's really also a, a core part of what we do. Um, in addition, though, to uh, branching off and uh, running some great B2B initiatives with blockchain game developers. Um, so there's a whole slew of uh, you know products and services and stuff that we offer, but um, really uh, ones that are primarily focused around kind of publishing operations and helping to, a game to expand and grow. Um, uh, things like go-to-market strategies for Brazil or Latin America, things like influencer marketing campaigns, game launch campaigns. Um, all of this is really uh, right up our alley and something that we tie in also as part of a broader package uh, as a guild as we enter into a game. So we're very selective in the games that we operate into because we want to be a key partner that builds into these game economies for years. Um, and we do that not just as a guild putting these assets to use, uh, but also as, as a lot of other uh, you know, offerings and things that we operate as a key service provider for these titles. Um, and, and as far as why Brazil, uh, I, I would love for Joao to be able to, to talk about that. But uh, as you mentioned, David, it's really a, an amazing market. And we think a, a perfect fit also for blockchain gaming. Yeah, I would love to talk about my country here and its potential. But yes, I always like to say, David, that we are a global company, but we are really starting in Brazil as our first step. And we understand that in maybe in Brazil, we have one of the biggest and best opportunities to develop uh, this new moment for the gaming industry with play and earn, play to earn, and whatever, blockchain games as a whole here. But I like to, to bring uh, all the time here two main pillars of the potential of why we choose Brazil as our first step. One of them is specifically what we saw, for example, in some development countries like Philippines, etc. That it, it, it's the social impact that we can provide in, in the country here. We have uh, a popular uh, inhabitants that, that have, for example, a minimum wage of about $890 per month. And even even lower wages where, where we have, for example, last year, uh, projects where families were, were, were living with about $35 to $15 per month. Oh, the family. So again, we have all of these uh, social impact possibilities that we have in Brazil. But uh, in addition to that, we already have in Brazil the, 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 the entertainment pillar here that is one of the most engaged gaming audiences in the world. Not everybody knows, guys, but Brazil already has the third largest audience of esports uh, in the world. We are only behind China and US. The penetration of, of course, for example, of gaming here in Brazil, it's crazy. It's more than half of the, the population in Brazil. It's more than 100 million uh, people that consider themselves as gamers. Uh, and we are only talking about people that already consider themselves as a gamers. We are not only, we are not talking about the, 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 the potential population that, that we can reach. And so that's the point. It's not only about quantity. We have a lot of gamers in Brazil. Uh, it's also about engagement, uh, uh, that we are one of the most engaged in the world right here. And so specifically because of that, uh, that we understood that in order to reach all of these millions of gamers in Brazil, we really need to focus uh, on content and is, uh, as one of the biggest and main pillars of the business model here. Using content creators, of course, uh, for a lot of the B2B initiatives, like Momet was saying here, 
year. But of course, looking at this potential of Brazil to use the content creators to really be the best way to not only interact with those millions of people that are coming to our community, like the top of the funnel here, but also using them uh, as a education tool here. But again, Brazil is a, is an amazing opportunity that, that's part of why we are thinking in Brazil uh, as one of the, the, the biggest opportunities in, in this industry. Right. And uh, I definitely think that in the underlying there, and I think Matt, you alluded to this, there is a social element there. You know, digital assets for all intents and purposes has been berated by those about its energy consumption, you know, and obviously there is data to support that is actually not necessarily what a lot of people advocate against. But there is this element, and I think this is what's driven us into this space with regards to guilds and obviously to uh, companies like Bayes, is that fundamentally, you are helping people in parts of the world, now specifically here in Brazil, that are dealing with inflationary issues, that are dealing with unemployment, now obviously hyper-unemployment yes. due to COVID and a pandemic. And you are giving them tools, basically games, if you will, that they normally play anyway, but for the first time ever, they actually have the ability to have ownership of those assets. They actually have the ability to transfer those assets and use them economically. This is why we think this is such a huge, huge driver for the future of gaming is in projects and companies like Bayes. Uh, and so I would encourage everyone, obviously, we'll provide links to the website and to a lot of the things that they're writing there. Um, but we definitely, this is one of the reasons, and Matt alluded to it, is this social component. And so definitely want to touch on that a little bit. But moving forward, one of the things that I know you all have been doing there over the last few months uh, since starting out is also, and Joelle, you were alluding to this in terms of content, um, educational content. and. Uh, entertainment, if you will. Um, and so for those that are unfamiliar, the world of YouTube has been tremendous. And in addition to YouTube, there's also Twitch. You have um, influencers like Mr. Beast that are nearing 100 million followers, um, subscribers, if you will. These are people that day in and day out, week in and week out, are watching the content from these influencers. They're learning from them. They are being influenced. That's why they're called influencers by them. They're buying the products that they support. And so this is very, very interesting that's happened over the last few years. Now with gaming, and maybe Matt, you can start this off, the relationship between the social media influencers like a Mr. Beast or others out there um, to gamers and things like Twitch to gamers. Talk to us a little bit about that because for all those that are watching or listening, should I say, I'm sure they've probably heard about esports. You know, there's obviously been very large leagues that have formed. But the relationship between Twitch and YouTube and gamers, talk to us a little bit about that and the way that you guys are approaching that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, first and foremost, it's just important to understand there's a broader shift that's taking place in the gaming industry. And that's uh, blockchain games as a category is going to be continuing to grow at an astronomical rate and more and more people are going to adopt it. Um, and then I think the ter the tipping point for the, that uh, subset of the, the gaming industry is going to be as soon as the quality of games are equal between traditional games and blockchain-based games, I think we're going to see mass adoption. Um, and the way that's going to happen, if you think about this, these, these content creators, these celebrities that 
that are live streamers or YouTubers, they've spent years already building their audience in traditional gaming. And they have millions and millions of followers, as you talked about, David. Um, and it's going to be natural extension for them to consider blockchain-based games. And so essentially what we do is we go out and we work with them to help them make their transition into Web3 themselves as a content creator. Um, and so we do that through being able to work them in into partnerships that we make also as a guild with games. Uh, we help them also uh, uh, educate their following. Um, so it, right now, actually, if you go to Bayes.gg, our website, what you're going to find is a content platform that's filled with about 50 or 60 really in-depth guides on how to get started in blockchain-based gaming and play to earn. Um, and that's a great hub, uh, in, including our Discord community, for content creators to be able to point to and tell their audience, hey, look, if you are interested in blockchain games, go check out Bayes. You can get involved and have you know uh, be able to do your research there, essentially, and, and find a great community to support you. Um, and so that's essentially what we do. And, and uh, uh, the, the model essentially is being able to aggregate all of these traditional game uh, you know, viewers, the subscribers, the fans of these creators. Um, we're working with ones that have you know, um, tens of millions of, of followers total um, and essentially helping with that transition and bring them into games that we partner with as a guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what interesting point is that we had such a great start with strategy here in terms of content creators and platforms like Twitch and YouTube, for example, that we actually started by actually hiding and of course actually bringing to, to our team here all of the native biggest streamers from Twitch and YouTube here in, in Brazil. Of course, for, for example, we have about 70 to 80 percent all of all of the traffic of hours watched on Twitch uh, in Brazil here in, uh, about in content about NFT gaming and crypto and etc. So it's kind of crazy. And now we are working directly with also some big, big, big creators, and we are announcing uh, more of them in the next few days here. Uh, <laughs> uh, that we are helping them to make the shift from the Web to World and the Web 2 game industry to, web, to the Web 3, and of course, driving even more audience. But again, they are bringing uh, a lot of new people, newcomers, but we can we need to help them in terms of education. And that's why we are also covering not only the entertainment part of, with more than 100 million followers across different social medias with our creators, but after we acquire the all of these users, gamers, and et cetera, when they get into our community, they will be actually having access to a lot of uh, content uh, after they watch our creators on YouTube, Twitch, and et cetera. Yep. And I think that's a great point. I think one of the last things that I'd love for you guys to talk about is I have tweeted about this often, but I say follow the talent. That's kind of one of my uh, one of my things I like to tweet. Now, over the last few weeks, uh, we had the head of YouTube Gaming go and join a layer two, uh, and you also had a very significant announcement about someone joining your team, very senior level from TikTok. Why do you think we are seeing people leaving Web2 companies and coming to Web3, especially within gaming? Do you think we are getting to that point? And Matt, you alluded to, obviously there's more games coming. We're still, we're, we're still kind of in first, you know, first inning here is kind of, you know, we we had you know we had a bit of a home run now we're kind of going into second inning but we we're still real early why do you think from obviously the conversations you're having with people that are you know obviously caught coming to bays and obviously going to other games what do you think really has driven people today 
to come into these different projects and these different opportunities today than any time before over the last six years of blockchain gaming? I, th- I think it's really simple. Everybody that is, you know, uh, a top talent, as you put it, in this in this traditional gaming industry understands that Web3 is the future. And uh, there has been a lot of excitement from people that we've been talking with all, you know, throughout the industry as far as what we're building here at Bayes and um, uh, really just blown away by the caliber of talent we've been able to bring in in-house here um, at the company. You mentioned one of those hires that we had was uh, Guy Barbosa, who was previously um, head of, head of uh, business development for uh, uh, ByteDance and was a global uh, gaming executive for them. Uh, left ByteDance and TikTok and ended up joining us now as managing director at the company. Um, but we've had also incredible uh, uh, people join us as well. We have uh, Carolina uh, Bandioli, who, who was previously from Garena. She led all Free Fire esports content at the company. Um, I don't think that there's any game that does better with content than Free Fire. Um, and she's now uh, head of content now for us at, as a company. Um, we've had incredible hires as well at uh, director of partnerships positions and, you know, director of operations, head of investments, all of this, right? So um, uh, just really feel like we're getting the right people together. And I think that this, the feeling that people in the gaming industry have right now is that this is the beginning of you know a new era. It's just like the dot-com boom, right? Where uh, you have all of these companies that are getting together and there's so much potential in the industry if they can get the right team together and move quickly uh, at this time. And it feels like we're you know, even in the the Silicon Valley days of the early early stages where people were building these startups out of garages, right? And that's the vibe that we have right now in the gaming industry. Um, and Web three really is uh, the future. So, like you said, David, follow the talent, and uh, a lot of them seem to be coming here to base. <laughs> I totally agree with David. To be honest, uh, that's a big part of what we did here. Since day one of base, we've uh, we've been always thinking about how can we actually improve what is already being validated in the market? How can we improve the business model of guilds and et cetera? And that's why, for example, we actually focus on, uh, focus a lot on content and new ways of generating revenue and et cetera. But uh, we were always building the last month externally in terms of business for the industry, for all, all the projects that we're delivering, et cetera. But since day one, it was really clear for me, Matt, too, that people it's a big part of the business here so um, a, a big part of the uh, that it's really helping us to <laughs> really hire this top talents right now is that they are not only seeing the potential of the industry of the web3 as a whole the nft gaming and etc but they are already seeing great people uh, all the best talents in in terms of gaming in brazil and everything they are working with base so they want to be part of that not only because uh, of the nft game space they, they see as the future uh but also because they are already seeing some great talents that are joining uh, such a great moment in, in a project like this uh, yeah that, that's a big part of what we're doing here and that's why we're achieving some great people here at base awesome well, this was a great conversation with Joao and Matt. Uh, again, at Bayes, we will make sure that everyone has links to the information you guys have mm-hmm. on site, all the tutorials, all of the educational content that you are creating. And again, we'll have you guys on in uh, towards the end of the year, catch up with you, see everything is progressing over at Bayes. Thank you guys for coming on. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. Pleasure. Thanks so much, David. Always good to talk with you, man. Thanks for listening in to Baselayer. If you like the show and all the different guests that we've brought on, please give a like and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you do listen to the podcast. 
Also, if you want to have a conversation or reach out to me, you can reach me out on Twitter at David J. Nage. And let's talk there. Or also you can find me on LinkedIn. And I look forward to having great conversations with you all about digital assets.